Uh, good morning. Uh, we talked in past weeks about Berkat Levana, some of the details. The first time to say Berkat Levana, the last time to say Berkat Levana. We didn't address, although we should have, who's obligated in Berkat Levana. More specifically, who says Berkat Levana? Uh, it's uh, rare, if not impossible, to find a Jewish woman, as observant as she might be, saying Berkat Levana, the Minhag. Kadum, going all the way back, some many generations, is that women don't say Berkata Levana, and the question quite simply is why not? Berkata Levana, of course, is mentioned in the Gemara and Masechet Sanhedrin, as we mentioned in the past, and Daf Membet, and its uh, laws are recorded in Shohan Aruch, in Ora Hayim in Siman Taf Kavav. There's no mention in Shohan Aruch about the obligation of women. There's a a mysterious mention in the Gemara and Sanhedrin about it, but nothing clear. It's in the introduction to Siman Tafkathav that Magen Abraham weighs in on this issue. Again, realizing and understanding that women had not, uh, until that time and beyond, Seber Katalevana, why not? So he writes in his introduction to Siman Tafkathav, Nashim Peturot, women are exempt. First and foremost, he states quite clearly, women are exempt from Berkata Levana. That doesn't mean per se that they shouldn't or cannot say Berkata Levana. He writes that they're exempt. Why are they exempt? In his continued words, he uh, cross-references himself, Magen Abraham does, to what he wrote in Siman Resh Sadivav. In Siman Resh Sadivav and, and Siman Ayin, uh, Magen Abraham set forth a very important principle for Ashkenazi women. Uh, this would not have bearing for Sfaradi women, but it's significant to mention, because as I uh, said at the onset, uh, Jewish women, uh, both Ashkenazic and Sephardic, won't and do not say Berkata Levana. Well, it goes like this. Uh, according to Ashkenazim, uh, Ramah writes in Siman Yodzain and Siman Tafkov Petet, that although women are exempt from mitzvot Aseh Zeman Geramah, that's the Mishnah in Kiddushin and Tafkaftet, they can nonetheless perform it, everyone agrees to that, they can even make a beracha on that. And so therefore, Ashkenazi women, until today, if they're to shake lulav, to sit in sukkah, they should be making the beracha. They can and they're allowed to do so. Our Svaradi women following Harambam's Pesach Halacha and those two Simanim as well, Yodzain Tafkov Petet, Shohan Aruch is Posek Lahalacha that Svaradi women should not be making the Biracha. Well, that being the case, would that be applicable to Birkata Levana? Does that mean that Ashkenazi women, although not obligated, they can nonetheless make the Biracha Birkata Levana? It might not be their obligation. Well, that's what Magen Abraham cross references his words elsewhere in Resh Sadivav and in Siman Ain, that over there he writes that although women can make the Biracha when there's a Ma'aseh, in other words, there's an action, I'm shaking the lulav, the woman is, I'm sitting in the sukkah, the woman is, then they can make a Biracha. That's Ashkenazi uh, custom and practice until today. When the whole mitzvah is the Biracha, like by Berkata Levana and other such cases, there, Ashkenazi women would not make the Biracha. So again, to be clear about this, well, although Magen Abraham simply states over here that it's a positive time-bound mitzvah and therefore women are exempt, it goes further than that. He elsewhere writes that if the mitzvah is the Biracha, not that there's an action with a Biracha, like Omer included as well, that's how, as a matter of fact mentioned that context as well, there, perhaps, according to Magen Abraham, women should not make the Biracha. There's a problem with this angle, though, to even consider it a mitzvah to asesha as a man gerama, 
Rabbi Shalom Kluger in his Chochmat Shalom on the page of Shohan Aruch as well as in his Shelot Teshuvot Ha'elif Lecha Shalom disagrees. He claims that Berkat Levana is not a positive time-bound mitzvah. Why not? Well, positive time-bound means, as the words suggest, that the time is what binds it. It's the Zeman which is Gorim. When it comes to a mitzvah that you can only do during the day but not at night, the time, if it's a mitzvah that can be done at a specific uh, time of the year, that's a mitzvah that the Torah is telling you can only be performed now. When it comes to Bekata Levana, it's not per se bound by time. It's bound by when the moon is present and when it's appropriate as a result to be blessing HaKadosh Baruch Hu for it. That's not that the time is binding it. It would be an ad absurdum argument that when it comes to Bekata Mazon, maybe it's a positive time bound mitzvah and women are exempt from Bekata Mazon. Uh, after all, you can only say Bekata Mazon while you're satiated from eating the bread and the meal that you had. Clearly, it's not a mitzvah, but why not? Isn't it time-bound? Because the mitziut, the reality, is what brings forth the beracha, not the time. So as a result, argues Rabbi Shalom Kluger, the fact that the moon is present in terms of my visibility at this time as opposed to another time, doesn't determine it to be a mitzvah tasesha as man kerama. That being the case, we're back to square one. So then why is the custom and practice for women, not only that they're exempt, but that they don't make the berachan berkata levana. So Magen Abraham continues, and he quotes from Shalah HaKadosh, from Sefer Shenei Luchot Berit. He says, He's referring to Ashkenazic women, women as well, but without a beracha. Mitzvah zo en mekayimim. Women do not not to berkat halevana. Why not? Because women caused the pegam, the blemish to the moon. What's he referring to? Shalah HaKadosh was quite a Jewish mystic, a real mikubal. And according to the mikubalim, according to Jewish mystic thought, women, starting with Hava, and specifically through the act of Hava, caused through the sin of eating from Eitz Hadat, a certain diminished state of light in the world. Not to be taken in any way literally, but to be understood conceptually. The light which HaKadosh Baruch Hu showers down upon us, perhaps reflected in a physical sense through the light which is reflected from the moon, which is in turn gotten from the sun, was diminished after the sin of Hava. Well, that being the case, it's inappropriate, right? Shalaha Kadosh. And for that reason, women have, for time immemorial, not said Berkata Levana. It's inappropriate. If they, so to speak, caused this reality that the moon seems to wax and wane in terms of its uh, uh, light that it uh, reflects to the world, it's not a beracha that they should be making. That is, although there are several other suggestions that are given, that's the winning argument with regards to why this practice developed that women don't say berkat levana. Again, there are different suggestions over the course of time, but that, generally speaking, is the more famous one. There is a very basic question, though, and that is that although we might accept that women, so to speak, caused this, what about a tikkun? Don't we want them to be able to fix it? Adarabah, maybe you can make the ar- opposite argument. In fact, the Mekubalim, the Jewish mystics, understand Hadakat Nerot in a similar fashion. Why is it that women are most involved in lighting candles for Shabbat? To fix this diminished state of light. 
Well, maybe women should therefore adaraba. Quite the opposite. Not only are they not exempt, not only are they not not supposed to. Maybe they should be the ones who specifically do bekata levana. The same way they do adakat nerot, it should be their mitzvah. This is a question that some of the later aharonim I found ask. And sheilot teshubot mishne halachot in chelik yot cheti asked this question. And sheilot teshubot be'er Moshe and chelik vavi asked this question among many others along the lines of the following are the types of answers that are given. If I'm not mistaken, sheilot he suggests that there's a fundamental difference between what's being done in Hadlakat Nerot and what's being done in Berkata Levana. Hadlakat Nerot is a tikkun. Hadlakat Nerot is lighting candles, bringing forth light. Berkata Levana is standing back and blessing the light that exists right now. That's not a tikkun at all. Along those same lines, Be'in Moshe says, well, look at the difference. Be'in Moshe writes that when I look up at the moon and I make a berachat to HaKadosh Baruch in such a circumstance, if anything, I'm blessing HaKadosh Baruch based on this sinful uh, consequence. In other words, the fact that the moon does wax and wane, that it's not always basking down that light, that's what the beracha is going on. It's not that I make a beracha on the lighting of the candles, which uh, brings forth the light. It's not that I bless HaKadosh Baruch Hu for anything other than the reality as it is. Stated briefly, when it comes to Birkata Levana, the halakha l'ma'aseh is that not only are women exempt from this mitzvah, from this beracha, certainly Svaradi women, it's easy to understand. If we were to argue that it's mitzvah ta'aseh she'azman gerama, they should not be making the beracha, as again, Maran writes in Siman Yodzai, in Siman Tavkov Petet. But even Ashkenazi women, in this circumstance, number one, mitzvah ta'aseh she'azman gerama, where the beracha is the mitzvah, they would be exempt and should not be saying it in those circumstances. Even if we argue that it's not a mitzvah it's not considered positive time-bound, as Chokmat Shelamo wrote, as it's well known from Ture Evin in Masechid Megillah and Dafkaf. Nonetheless, when it comes to Berkata Levana, there are other reasons to exempt and perhaps to remove women from this mitzvah, most notably what Shalah HaKadosh is cited as saying from Magen Abraham that they caused the Pegam HaLevana, that diminished state of light, which comes forth from the moon. Again, the moon is not always showering its light upon us, or the light of the sun, which it's reflecting upon us. Since that was caused by Hava, there's an eternal memory, an eternal reality, which is set in place to take women out of this mitzvah and to leave it specifically and only in the domain of men. Baruch Amen. Amen.